0: to get back to their best in the better. Visit phoenix.com to learn more. I've read that more times today than I have in my entire life. We've had tons of guests. The show has been loaded. We've gone around the NBA. We've gone down to Tampa. We've gone to Denver. We've gotten insight on Sean Payton and Tom Brady retiring. We've even gotten a little, a little Pebble Beach Pro-Am in here. I mean, everything you could ask for. And we almost, guys, almost had two more triple-doubles tonight. Last night was a triple-double night in the NBA. It's been about 50 points and triple-doubles this year. Guys are just putting up ridiculous numbers in the NBA. Blazers, this kills my parlay, so no no ding for this Moneyline parlay. Blazers had a, win a 10... Uh, let me try that again. The Blazers with a 10-point win over the Grizzlies. Thank you. But Dame Lillard, you were close. You said 60. He had 42. Yeah. 8 rebounds, biggest, 10 assists.
1: Biggest game he's ever had against the Grizzlies. Ja Morant,
0: life. 32 points, 9 rebounds, 12 assists. So both of them, it was a back and forth. It Dame was Ja space. Morant. And when Ja actually was coming into the NBA, not by game but I did actually I was working for another network and actually this is one of the things I kept saying. John Morant reminds me of Dame Lillard, not in the way that they play, but in terms of small school turn all the way into a guy that's a, you know, a top lottery pick. Uh chip on his shoulder, uh, always feels like he's got something to prove, works hard, high energy. Like so they're not it's not like the way they play on the court, but it's kind of the mindset. So this is just it's it's you could tell that John Morant knew this is this was going to be a, an an opportunity tonight to go. You know what? I'm up against Dame. I'm going to put up some big numbers. And they both did. It was a, I mean, it sucks that the Grizzlies didn't win because I could have used that, but almost to get like a big win for Portland. We got guys putting up 50 points left and right. We got triple doubles. They're starting to feel like to me, they're not as long shot bets as they used to be. Yeah. I was going to ask you guys, I mean, because we were
2: talking about that the other day, you know, these 50 point games, these 60 point games we've seen guys drop. I mean, I remember watching David Robinson drop 71 in the game. (laughs) And I was like, Dad, does this happen all the time? He's like, no, like you're watching something special here. And that was back before league pass, so it just happened to be on national TV. But you know, when I knew like triple like triple doubles are getting a little out of control. Those used to be a huge deal. Now mm-hmm. you got guys. I mean, Russell Westbrook did it where he averaged yeah. a triple double. Yeah. Jokic this year's averaging a triple double. You know, it was getting out of control. You knew it was when Ice Cube was just pulling random triple doubles on a Wednesday right before he was beeping Kim. So I don't think they're that big of a deal anymore. But if you average a triple double for a season. Still a huge deal, in my it opinion. Is. And he should probably be the
0: MVP, which is what kind of scares me a little bit I'll about Jokic. I'll say this, though. It's a testament to me of the talent in the NBA. Guys are so versatile that can do so many things. It's not like, yes, obviously there's been some rule changes that allow for more offense, but it's more than that. I mean, rebounds are rebounds, right? You got guards getting 10 rebounds in a game on a consistent basis. You got a 7-foot center in Nikola Jokic, the best passer in the history of the NBA at the center position. Yes, yeah, sorry, better than Arvidas Sabotas. I know that. You don't want to hear that, Tristan. He is incredible. And this is a this is a seven footer that's going to average a triple double possibly this year. So to me, I I see it as a good thing because the skill set and the and the the variety of talent that we have now in the NBA, they're so much more versatile than it's really ever been before. Players are just they're just better. It's just better than what we've had in this league on a consistent basis.
1: Yeah, it really is. It's um, the skill level is just higher because these players are not only better athletes, but they're training earlier. I think that's really it, mm-hmm. right? Like you're just seeing. Guys, especially when you think about... I was looking at this the other day, and do you know what the number one amount of drives per game used to be, like, 2012, 2013?
2: Yeah. uh, Like, no. Per game. No, no. So it was like
1: the top was, you know, sitting there at 19, 20 drives Mm -hmm. per game, right? And now you've gotten this steady increase of drives to the lane where you've got Shea Gilgis-Alexander driving in, 26, 25 times per game. Jaw, 24 times per game. Mm. Why? Because you've got this analytical approach, right? We don't take mid-ranges anymore. Nope. Yep. It's either drives or it's threes. And if you're a player that, like Shea or Ja who doesn't particularly shoot threes very well, your, your game is going to be getting into the paint, getting into the lane, right? So you look at that, and the analytics are driving what these kids, these young men are focusing on and that increased skill level, then you get to the next level, maybe you increase your shot. I think shot, uh, you know, like you see with Jeremy Socham, you increase your ability to shoot once you get to that next level and you have all these other different skills, mm-hmm. and now you're able to put up 60. That's just kind of how it is, especially considering that this this level doesn't play defense to the same level that it did with the rule changes.
0: If I can real quick, guys, it would pain me to do this today, but Sixers minus nice. nine and a half over the magic, our magic, sorry, oh, yeah. but- Oh yeah, so well,
1: yeah. Uh, Ryan, could you gators. hand me that water bottle?
0: G- gators. Gators.
1: What'd you say? Your water bottle. Can you hand it to me?
2: Hand you my yeah. water bottle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I take a sip first?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just have to pour some out. I'm a, little, pour uh, a little out for, for the, the dead homies. homies. Yeah, for a little out. For <laughs> a little, pour a little out for the homies. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean.
2: I needed
0: a little bit of that though. <laughs> 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 it's okay.
1: Teamwork uh, makes the dream work.
0: This is pour yeah. a little out for
1: the we're homies. We're not sweating as much,
0: I guess. Right? Just a little, little hydration, and we're good. Yeah, for the homies. I'm gonna start betting more triple doubles. I think. I know it's. I know it's like a home a home run bet. I just got that. Sorry. yeah, I-, yeah <laughs> I know what she was doing. Yeah, I'll just.
2: I thought she like lost the bat. Never mind. Okay, yeah. we move passing, on. Passing Sometimes water. Sometimes the inside. A little bit of an yeah.
0: inside joke there. Yes, right yes. in the Poor studio. Pour a little out for the homies. Yes. Okay, yeah. we'll go by that. But yeah, I just. I know I'm just. I'm just distracted by what you did. But there's a lot of noise over there, and it's very funny. But. I, I'm going to start betting, I think, and I, of course I do this, and now I'm going to probably regret it. But, like, there are some guys where it's actually pretty reasonable. and it, Like, it makes me mad with LeBron at plus 1150 right before the show. We talked about it last yeah. night. Triple-double. And I remember looking at that, and I, I rarely look at triple-double odds because it's just – it's like a home run prop. It's just not it's, – it's rare. You want to put a free bet on it maybe, fine. But even then, like, you're kind of wasting that free bet – I, I saw it, and it just it, – it, it my gut told me to do it, and I didn't do it. And then tonight, you're getting guys at least closing in on it again. It's not easy, but we just have a different type of player in the NBA where so many are – I mean, I remember years ago when Grant Hill and Jason Kidd were – you know, they were triple-double machines, right? Yeah. Grant Hill led – I think it was like 97, 98 season. I think it was – we had like 13 triple-doubles. That led the league, and the next closest was Jason Kidd with four. Yep. That's a whole day. Yeah. It's just not like that anymore. No. Everybody is now balanced more. The problem with when you talk about, you know, analytics and guys either going to the rim or shooting threes, sometimes players will try to be that type of player because that's what the game is kind of going to or has gone to already, but they can't. Like, for years, when John Wall was playing for the Wizards, he'd always try to be a three-point shooter, and he cannot She's shoot not, threes. That's just not him. He couldn't do it. Now, he could go to the rim. He's great going to the basket, but also he'd get hurt. You get knocked to the floor same
1: thing with russell westbrook he led the league for i think three out of four years uh in drives per game
0: and and i'd almost rather just see that like i understand the whole mid-range thing and why it's not as you know smart of a shot as going to the rim or taking a three but here's the thing if you're a 48 percent shooter from 15 feet out but you're a 31 percent shooter from three Take a mid-range shot. I'm okay with that. Yeah, like fact. I understand the analytics are there, but we don't want to be a a prisoner to it. And some players, some coaches, some organizations tend to be such a prisoner to that that they don't allow players to play within their game. I mean, Kawhi Leonard's made a pretty good career out of playing in the mid game. DeMar DeRozan in his prime, not three-point shooter, never has been. Uh, Carlos Boozer. Carlos Carlos Boozer. There you go. Shout out. I mean, he made a lot of money shooting mid-range. I mean, jumpers. He did. And, but again, <laughs> now, I feel like his prime was kind of before he really shifted to he was this. More of a pick and roll guy. DeRozan's been the basket. DeRozan's been doing a turn I, I consider it basically the Warriors era when the Warriors really started doing this everybody else followed suit because the Suns were a big scoring team but they were about they were running up and down the court that was a totally different offense and they weren't a defensive team like the Warriors were at their best but yeah you just sometimes though you have to allow players if they can't shoot threes but they're a a, a decent shooter from 15 feet out you should allow them to do it still because otherwise they're gonna start taking threes and missing them and it just makes them less valuable
1: yeah that's big facts that's big facts
0: yeah, man. I mean, the league is, let's be honest, the league's better than it's
2: ever been. I, I love mean, it. These guys' skill sets. I love this. Like, the, you didn't see guys like Jokic, even Embiid. I mean, just the bigs were a lot different. Like, Elijah Wan had a great skill set. Mm-hmm. He was a lot of fun to watch, but he wasn't hitting threes. He wasn't right. handling the ball. Probably could have, but I mean. Ewing you know. would
0: step out and take, like, 15, 20 footers. Yeah, he had occasionally little shake. A little I mean, shake. He had a nice skill set. set. He had that yeah, little like guy. pull back too. He like, he, he pulled the ball like way behind his head. Yeah. When he'd shoot. It was like a thing. Yeah. The crazy
2: thing about the bigs though, back then is a lot more back to back. Second night of yes. back to backs. They would play and they would play like 40 plus minutes too. Like that was the only difference. Uh, his guys actually played all 82 games, They but, did. I mean, uh, the product, like as far as talent, better than it's ever been. Even the bad teams, like the league pass teams, they have so much young talent. Like we're watching this OKC game. And they show Chet on the bench. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they'll have him next they'll year, too. They'll have him next year. Th- they're probably going to finish 500 this year unless they completely, like, are like, all right, we're doing too much winning. Which I think they're over that, they're right? Up, they're up mm-hmm. two on the I Rockets they now. Are, they're yeah. on nine at
0: halftime. Yeah. And a half
1: time. yeah. They're, so, uh, they're trying to win games. Well, I don't know so why, many, but they are trying to win games. They
0: have so many draft picks, though, that they'll be fine. They could package two first-round picks to move up to a higher first-round pick if they really want to or trade one of their young guys if they want to get a star. And
1: they're a smart drafting team.
0: Yeah, Sam Presti, Sam Presti is as good as any general manager in the NBA at identifying talent. And that's why we talk about how they're such a great team against the spread because they may not have a lot of veterans. They may not have a lot of stars on that team, but they have some young talent and everybody's hungry. And they keep games closer than you think they're supposed to be night in and night out. Now, they should be beating the Rockets by more tonight, but that's a whole other conversation.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, if you look at just what they've done with Jalen Williams, for example, from Santa Clara, I don't think anybody was thinking about him out of college yeah. taking him in the top 15 of the draft, right? And he's come out, and if you look at his stats and how he's been playing over the last you know, six, six, eight weeks, he's like third or fourth in terms of rookies, in mm. terms of just points, rebounds, and assists across the board. Him, Jeremy Sohan, has been really good over the last, like, eight games. Obviously, Paolo Bancaro has been, like, unbeatable, just, like, he's locked up the Rookie of the Year race, and then Benedict Matherin. Those four are probably the most impressive four rookies, and that wasn't even OKC's top pick. Right. Like, Chet was. Like, they ended up getting him for a song. So they yeah. moved up. They did a trade with, I think, the Knicks and ended up making making a move for Jalen Williams. It's crazy. It
2: really is. really is crazy. I mean, yeah, I mean, these guys... And, and, you know, you said something earlier, like... The other thing is they play... Like, guys just hoop all year round now. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, AAU is a big deal, and I know that's not for everybody, and everybody doesn't like it, and sometimes they're playing, like, four or five games on a Saturday, and that's a little much. But also, like, another thing... And when I was, um like, doing, like... When I, like, was the sports director in Iowa, when I was covering, like, high school sports when I first got out of college, everybody would complain about this. Also, like... Kids now in high school pick one sport where back in the day you played three sports. Yes. Like you played baseball, basketball, football. Now like football, like you see these quarterbacks now, they're going to like quarterback camps all year round. Yep, exactly. Especially like in Florida or where there's warm weather, where now guys are just playing basketball. You won't see too many like Charlie Wards anymore. No. Nope. Where you're one no. of the
0: Heisman and you're also could like be the point guard of the right. Knicks. So it's, that, that helps, too, as far it, as talent. But then a lot of people will say for pitchers, like kids growing up, they should be playing other sports and not pitching as much as they do. Yeah, so it really depends on the sport. Off. right? Yeah. Same depends
1: thing, on. I think, with uh, people say with uh, basketball, you should probably run track, too, or football, you should mm-hmm. run track in the off season to just keep your conditioning up. I used
0: to run track just for soccer growing up. Yeah. You know, like just because I hated running, but I was like, I got to do it somehow. By the way, we talk about triple-doubles. Entering the fourth quarter, Josh Giddy, three rebounds and three assists away of a triple-double.